welcome to the slot. It's disclaimer time. There's going to be swearing in this, so if you've got kids around, poppers in your ears. There's going to be spoilers, so if you haven't seen the latest episode, go away, watch that now, and come back and listen to us. And finally, we are not associated with Fremantle, Foxtel, Showcase, or Wentworth. We are just a couple of fans doing this for fans. Enjoy. I'm Tammy McIntosh. Please listen to The Slot. Hey, everybody. This is Hannah from The Slot. How are you doing today? I'm with my buddy, Al. Hey. And we're going to review episode six, Mother of Wentworth. It was a very powerful episode, and we're going to get right into it. Right, Al? Season seven, episode six. So uh, as it's entitled, Mother, um, you are going to talk about Boomer and her mom first. Yeah, we are. Yeah. yeah, well, actually, this this particular episode really dwells hard into the mother role. And I see two mothers being Boomer's mom, who is played by the lovely Anne Finsterer. If I said your name wrong, I do apologize. She plays Mae Jenkins. Um, she's mm-hmm. an award-winning actor, voiceover artist. She's brilliant. Yes, she's also a writer and director. Okay. Now, for many of you on the American side, you may know her from Sleeping Beauty in uh, 2011, and also Queen of the Damned. She was a Eurotrash vampire back then. Okay. Uh, She was also in Secret City, in case you guys watched Dan Only and didn't notice her. I knew she looked familiar. I was like, I do know this lady. Yeah, she she also played it. Yes, and she also played in All Saints. Look at that. They all oh, know each other. This pool She's of been in many in other Australia things, is so small that everybody knows each it other. It is. It's great. It's wonderful. I was like, yeah, she does look familiar. Hmm. But, um, she, yeah, she was in that. And she was in a lot of other things. So she's a wonderful actress. Yeah, we and got to see... she plays Boomer's mummy. Yeah, and we got to see some really lovely, sensitive stuff from Boomer this episode. Less sensitive stuff from her mother. Um, there were a few moments, uh, however insincere, but uh, yeah, let's talk about um, Boomer getting her, I can't remember what it, they called it, like a taster her day. day release. Day release, that's the one. Yeah, so day release. She thought that her sister was going to come and pick her up, but it was actually her mother. And it was quite sad, actually, because the mother was like, I have to keep her for that long? Wow, that was pretty bad. But, I mean, going back to when she was in that room with Dr. Miller and uh, she was talking about how Liz is magically cured, which, oh, we will get on to in a bit, she looked scared when Dr. Miller said that she'd been approved for day release. Yeah, she doesn't want to fuck it up, you know? You know how Boomer is, like, if she gets mad at one little thing, she just goes off. But I think... So she was a little worried that, you know, she doesn't want to go bunt on anybody and then get locked up there for even longer. I think that is an element of it. But as she said, um, you know, after what happened to Kaz, I want to get out of here. I honestly don't think that she does want to get out of there. I think she sees prisoners safe. Although, you know, stabby stabbersons get stabbed. I think she she can't function on the outside world and she knows that. So I think there's a, a fear there. Well, when you're used to something... And then all of a sudden you have such a dynamic change like this. Yeah, it is kind of scary. Yeah, but I also think Boom is the type of person that um, she needs someone in her life or something in her life that is structuring her. So she needs to be told when to eat, what to eat. Um, She needs to not have bills to pay and responsibilities financially. And for her right now, that is prison. Yeah, this is true. Hmm. And since Dr. Miller's there, you know, she's going to have his baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, bless her. Oh, first it was Maxine's baby, and now it's Dr. Miller's baby. Yeah, oh. but I think Dr. Miller's not too willing. He's oh, my just God, but... at her as a guinea pig. This has just struck me as something completely insane and something that is never going to happen. But what if Dr. Miller is drugging her with all these, like, and all the other women with these pills that make them horny so that he can, like, impregnate them all and just have his own master psych- oh, so psychiatric race? <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't want to even think of that. Even though it has happened in real life, but I don't want to think about that. Mm. Pass. Okay, we'll move on. Yeah, so basically, Boomer's mom was an alcoholic, even though she said that she's uh, kicked the habit and she's been going to Alcohol Anonymous for a while, mm-hmm. and she has turned her life around because now she is selling products on eBay. 
Is it eBay? Did she say eBay? I think I she know, just I'm said just online. Assuming. But yes, online. Which does not sound dodgy at all. No, it didn't. It sounded like it was actually legitimate because that's what a lot of people do these days. See, you I know, they have a lot of home-based. Really? No, yeah. they have a lot of home-based businesses, and they do do that. So I didn't see a problem with it. I mean, the, I just the felt problem. I just, it just felt the, dodgy to me. Really? Yeah. No, it seemed legitimate to me. What seemed a bit dodgy was the fact that Boomer didn't believe her mom had given up the grog. Mm, I, and it kind of indicates that maybe her mother had had said that she was off the grog many, many times in the past and, and not been. Well, yeah, relapsed. if you're going to have like five different stepfathers, I'm wondering, does Boomer even know who her daddy is? I think it was indicated that she doesn't. Just because of oh, the... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's when Lord. she said to her mum, oh, he must have been really spunky because she takes after her yeah. dad. I feel very, very sorry for Boomer. I feel like the one love that she can rely on, she can't, or she should be able to rely on, I should say, she can't. Yeah, it's true. You know, you, your parents are the ones who are supposed to protect you from yeah. this evil world. And unfortunately, you know, during kind of like the end, Boomer was saying how she was bullied in school and she would come home to try and cry to mommy and mommy was drunk and just knocked her over the head. Like, you know, shut up, you're too loud, yeah. you're disturbing my peace. And the way in which, you know, May said, well, I'm sorry, like, you know, get over it already. It, 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 it hurts. Yeah. It really hurts because you have somebody who you're supposed to look up to, who you're supposed to love, and this is how they treat you, and you don't have anybody else. And that's why she succumbs to people like Frankie. She succumbs to people like Sonia Stevens, and she, you know, she, she's just looking for a place, a safe place. Yeah, you're completely right. You know? And she's looking for that she's- security that actually she should have had it her entire life because that's what your parents are there for. And that's what unconditional love is about. But she hasn't actually experienced unconditional love from her parents. Um, so she yeah. doesn't trust people. Or maybe she trusts too easily. She trusts too easily because, as you can see... Well, we're not going to really talk about it, but there was a, a scene with her and Jess in previous episodes where Jess was just, like, so nice to her and all of a sudden it was just, like, their buddy-buddy. But moving on... Mm. May is the complete opposite of Mari. Who loved her son. She doted over him. She gave him yeah. everything he wanted. And he could do no wrong in her eyes. Yes. So we, we learn that... Um, well, we don't learn that. We know that uh, Ruby punched him uh, because he had raped her girlfriend uh, on that night. Mm-hmm. And um, had threatened to rape her. So now this is like the... the contrast you have a mother who totally loves her son to death even though she had a questionable business practice and most likely because of that business practice it formulated her son's mind into thinking that women are his playthings and he can do whatever the fuck he wants with them because you know his mother treats them like they're playthings or you know know they're for hire do we know who danny's father is that i don't know it could be a politician Oh. Or, or somebody of higher standing. Oh. You don't think so? That's why she probably no. has such a pull. No, it's not that I disagree with you. It's that I hadn't thought about that before. I think, uh, yeah, I think you might be onto something. It's possible. Anything's possible with Wentworth. I mean, yeah, that is true. Um, but she did indicate that she knew that Danny had this dark side about him uh, when she told Ali that he, he'd had to move schools because he hurt a girl. So I yeah, think. He did. I think so part of her knows that Ruby is telling the truth, but doesn't want to believe it and still feels this um, uh, this kind of loyalty to stand up for him and defend his honour, which I think most mothers would, not all, most. I'm not saying it's right, I'm not saying it's wrong. Yeah, it's not that she doesn't believe Ruby, it's just that now... She doesn't want because to. Because of this, she... Exactly. Because also it seems like now, because of that, there must be something wrong with her parenting. Yeah, and I think every parent would go through that. If your child did something awful, you'd be like, oh my God, how does this reflect on me? Um, Correct. And, I mean, I'm not a parent, and um, as I'm not a parent, I haven't got a child that's done anything awful. Um, And I hope that 
that never happens to me, but I have watched documentaries of uh, parents where their child is in prison. And um, that seems to be a, a rolling theme of the where did I go wrong? Yes, and I am a parent, and I have gone through something like that. I haven't. Um, it's not a conventional parent, but a child did come to me and tell me that my baby killed a bird, <laughs> and I, I, I said that yes, it's possible because you know that's what cats do. <laughs> so I didn't feel good about it, but you know I accepted it oh, and hon. I spoke to my cat. That is. And it didn't help because she went back and killed another bird anyway. So <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> it doesn't matter. She's still my baby. Well, she was. She ran away. Well, somebody <laughs> stole her from me. She didn't run away. Someone stole her from oh me because my mom, poor thing, loved her. She opened the door and the cat just went out. I'm like, oh, oh. my God. I, I was depressed for maybe a year and I got over and got another cat. <laughs> and she's still okay. with me. My baby, Maggie. Love her. This is the weirdest turn that this conversation could have taken. <laughs> I'm just being truthful, okay? Because that's what we do here. We tell the truth. And that's what I love true. about you. That's, that's what I love about oh, you. Thank you. Um, I so appreciate you. moving back on to Mari, um, she tried to do yes. a bad, bad thing. Bad thing. Yes, but before she did the bad thing, she did say she failed her son as a mother and his death is actually her fault. So well, going to your bad thing, she, no, it's not. And um, she tried to do this bad thing, which she'll tell us about. Yeah, so um, like we know that Ruby has got an aneurysm, uh, which yes. if people don't know what an aneurysm is, it's a weakness in uh, the wall of a blood vessel. Her aneurysm is in her brain. And this which basically, yes, and this basically means that if this aneurysm bursts, she will have a stroke. So she will have bleeding into the brain and that can cause, you know, severe paralysis, disability and death. Um, so it's not a good thing. And that's why she should have stopped fighting. Uh, well, boxing, not fighting. Meh, meh, meh. Um, but uh, Mari, I don't know if Mari knows this. This is what I wanted to ask because I didn't do my homework and go back and watch previous seasons to find out if if it's well known that she has an aneurysm. No, not anybody knows that. The only person who knows that is Ali. So if Ali told her, then yes, she'll know. But seeing how Ali is and how Ali seemed to protect Ruby this time around, mm. I don't think so. Because I was thinking if... Um, if Mari knew, then the special something that she ordered from our new snake of the prison, uh, Brody, mm. may have been mm. some sort of something to raise her blood pressure. No, it's just the same stuff that she's taking. No, because um, Brody was like, here's your H. special order. Hmm? Brody was like, here's your special order. Oh. So it's got to be something different. That's true. He did say that. Yeah. So It could have been Rufy or something. Like what... Uh, the oh, freak yeah. ordered for Oh, yeah, because she wanted her to be asleep, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Which um, was helpless. a diabolical uh, <laughs> turn of events, which oh. I thought was brilliant on her part. And um, the fact that Ali saw what was going on was kind of interesting, too, because basically Ali was the one who saved her. Mm -hmm. um, well, Ali lagged. She, Ali lagged. Yeah. This isn't the first time Ali lagged either. Oh, well, Ali. indirectly. Mm. So there was a question that was brought up on somebody's fan page. I don't remember who it was. They asked, uh, do you think Ali's going to change this season? Yes or no? And it's kind of split. Like mm. A lot of people are like, yay. A lot of people are like, nay. And then there's just some that Ali should just die. I think that Ali is already coming into her own. I think that her lagging on Mari, which is, we're assuming we didn't see it, but... Um, I'm assuming she lagged on Mari to, in order to save Ruby and, and protect Ruby. Yes, she did. Yes, she Which did. I ship Ali and Ruby. I love them together and want them back together. So I'm all for that. But I think we're seeing her kind of stand up for what's right, which is different to what Ali's done before because she stood with whatever her mates have stood mm, with. I'm going to disagree with you on that because I think Ali was standing up for what she believes was right last season as well. She didn't want Kaz and Mari to fight. She did say certain things that maybe she shouldn't have, but I think her intention was the fact that she didn't want them to have any confrontation together. And, you know, 
the same thing happened with B. There were certain things that B did where she didn't want confrontation with certain individuals, but unfortunately it ended up blowing up in her face, kind of like what happened with Ali, and mm. she got casted out by Kaz. So I think last season, Ali was coming into her own. Well, no, not really. I think trying to get back at the freak for getting B was her coming out, but it's just that she didn't know how to do it properly. She's learning. Yeah, and I think that she's growing, and, and now she's lost Kaz. She's lost that mother figure in her life, which is also, I think, part of what the title relates to as well. Yes. Is that mother-daughter yeah. relationship between Kaz and Ali. Um, because she's now lost that relationship, she has to grow up really, really fast. And she interestingly said in that horrendously orchestrated appointment with Dr. Miller... Um, and Kaz, you never let me grow up. So now she's got no, to. She doesn't true. have a choice. Correct. Because she knows Mari's not going to help her. Yeah. And the thing is... If anything, she's going to be the mother to Mari. But also, with if she ends up with Ruby, which is what I think is going to happen, or... Um, yeah, we'll, we'll discuss that later. But if she ends up with Ruby, Ruby's quite an immature person. So Extremely. she's going to need to be the mature one and the adult in that relationship mm. adulting is so hard I don't like it I don't like being an adult either I hate it yeah me too to tax fuck <laughs> but um so actually so you see the three different scenarios of motherhood where well I would argue for boomer huh? argue, I, I would argue for I think Rita and, and Ruby as well um Rita and Ruby are more like sister sister yeah, but I think um, I, I don't think it's being uh, explicit about they must be mother and daughter, but the way that um, Rita helped Ruby in this episode, there was that very like one taking care of the other dynamic. True. So I think that you could almost kind of relate that to a kind of type of parental relationship true because ruby i mean rita did tell mari says i'll do whatever it takes to protect my sister so yeah, yeah but also say it in that way indirectly yeah but also rita was the one that was like right we need to sit down like adults and talk about this um and explain to mari exactly what happened she's not going to want to hear it but it's really important that ali knows because once ali's on side mari is probably going to be easier to deal with i don't think you'd ever get mari on side but she'd be easier to deal with because at the end of the day True. mari doesn't want to hurt ali correct but i think that's changed now do you yeah so i think I it was so. hinted at that danny um may have hurt or hurt assaulted ali, ali yes. in some way i think so too because she couldn't attest yeah when mari was looking for some support or that ali had witnessed him directly uh, assaulting or hurting another woman it was probably both uh yeah i'm yeah i think i think you're probably right i think this the type of people that do that do not do it once so no they don't yeah so it's unfortunate but that that that's that's the reality that mari has to face even though she did and mm -hmm. she said i'm still his mother and he's yeah. still my son and she so shouted that at ali to to indicate, you know, he comes first, you come second. Even though he's dead, he comes first. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah, it is. It's going to be. And the other part is that um, Will is kind of opening his eyes up yes. to Mari. Oh, finally. Because when she told him, you're the fucking governor, you can let me out. Mm -hmm. And he's just looking at her like, well, they, they found drugs in your cell. What makes you think I'm going to do that for you? And also, and um, at the start of the episode, uh, where Mari goes in to Will, and he's like, she's like, it's mm -hmm. customary for the top dog and the governor to have a chat, and he's just yes. not taking any of her shit. He's like, Ugh. He's not interested. Yeah. You know, Mari did say, I want to feel safe. I want to have my voice heard. Bullshit. Somebody who's a top dog should not be saying something like that. Yes, I want to feel safe, but I want to have 
my voice heard for the women. If yeah. you are wanna if you wanna represent the women as a whole. But as you known from last episode, she basically said, you know, with fear comes power. Yep. So she's really not interested in anybody else. Just her and at the time Ali. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. I think that she has ulterior motives to being top dog. Um, oh, definitely. But I also think that Mari is a person that only survives and thrives in a position of power. So yes. in whatever situation she was in there, she would have needed to get herself to top dog in order to feel like she had some control. She can't she can't do without control. Yeah, and also she does need that type of protection because Costa is coming for her. Oh. You know, she did set up Costa. Costa knows this. Oh, you know, Costa. Costa wants to get her and she has no protection. Who's going to protect her? Costa has her crew. Yeah. Mari only has Ali. Yeah. What's Ali going to do? I really... Come with her with a ball, a pool ball? What? <laughs> yeah, ball sock. <laughs> um, I really, really, really hope that we never see Costa as top dog. That should be interesting. I, What's she going to do? All she's going to do is going to have like her fights and bring in drugs. Yeah. I don't... I, and probably just go after Mari. I don't think she's the type of person where she's just going to go after you um, or anybody for the sake of just going after them. You know what I mean? That's something Juice will do. Uh, yeah, Juice is top dog. That would have been Juicy Lucy. <laughs> Juicy Lucy. So since we're talking about Costa yeah. and Costa, um, her hoodie didn't match. Yes. So she got out. Vera yeah, decided that this. she wanted yeah. to do some investigating on her own yeah vera is such a little meddler but i love it vera kind of reminds me of me in a way but not to the point where i'll get knocked up like that oh god (laughs) so i might i might fall for someone like jake but getting knocked up i'm not sure about that part okay so what is kaz's what what (laughs) what's kaz's blood type so kaz's blood type is o negative a okay but I didn't know that was a blood type. But I'm not a medic, so... You sure it's not... Are you sure not... It's, it wasn't AB positive? No. No, no AB positive was on her. AB positive was on, was on that, the hoodie. That on, on, the, on the hoodie, right. Okay. So, Kaz's was different. Costa's is actually B negative. No, Kaz's A. No, I think it was... A positive. I don't know. Shall, shall I have a look? Can some, yeah, you can have a look. I was hoping that one of the... Uh, pod members would write in and tell us what we did wrong or tell us also speaking of um if you guys have any questions or you have any thoughts or theories please by all means write in to us let us know how you feel and maybe we may pick one of you to read out on the podcast yeah i yeah everybody should be uh, getting involved because um i don't want to read out people's uh people's opinions because I want them to, to read them out and defend them themselves. So let's get people on the podcast. If you have a really strong opinion or a really cool theory, let us know because this is where the conversation starts and this is where it gets interesting. And perhaps maybe one day we'll bring you on the podcast to talk about your views on certain issues yeah. and we can have a little debate. Definitely. So, yeah, somebody can tell us about that because I'm going to end up having to rewatch the episode. But it wasn't okay, AB positive, which is what was on the on the hoodie. Right. And Mari is AB positive. Mari is AB positive. And you see Vera kind of like roll her eyes being like, oh, for fuck's sake, Will. Like, and then I think she's starting to twig that something is going on between Mari and Will. Yes. Or it's starting to solidify, I should say. I think she twigged a while ago, but I think it's starting to solidify now. Yes. So there's another person I have to take off of my whodunit list, and that would be Ruby, because Jake claims that Ruby was in the gym when Kaz was killed. Yes. This is when he was coming in to see Vera to give her some paperwork. Yeah, I don't think it was Ruby. And, yeah, well... I don't think she's got it in her. So she's off the list now. Um... Because she was in the gym, but this this note is found in uh, Liz's cell during the ramp um, that Drago yes. gave to or Drago gave to Liz, Liz. Uh, and she put it in her memory yeah. box. And oh, can we talk about the fact that Liz is magically starting to remember everything now? Yeah, she is. It's wonderful. The meds are working. Yeah, supposedly. But I will say that within dementia, especially with Alzheimer's. Patients do get a wisp of clarity mm-hmm. at certain points in time where they do remember a lot of things. Yeah. And the other thing is that 
a lot of dementia patients, they remember the past rather well than they do remember the present. So um, it could be the meds working or it could just be Liz is just remembering on her own. From I'm just putting that out there. Yeah, so periods of lucidity are normal in dementia. They are. And she's kind of talking to Boomer. She's like, I remember everything. Boomer's like, I'm so glad you're getting better. It is fairly naive to think that you can reverse dementia. Once you've lost it, unfortunately, you've lost it. But um, Boomer says something in her appointment to Dr. Miller about Liz remembering everything. And then yes. Dr. Miller, without even talking to Liz goes straight to Vera and is like, oh, we might win a Nobel Prize because it looks like Liz is cured. Yay. No. Yes. And then there's this awkward touch, which is absolutely hilarious, which I really want the that clip Jake of it. saw. Yeah. It's just like, this. oh, it was so awkward. It was so funny. But yeah, A, he has obviously not done research ever in his life because as a researcher, I know that's not how research is done. He's so doing it illegally, which I'm so glad that Jake's reported him for. Um, and Nobel Prize, fuck off, mate. I'm sorry, but no. It really got me riled to yeah. that scene. <laughs> this is not how it works. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes things happen. And who knows, maybe he's not even a real doctor. Mm. Ooh, but they did, he did complain. So Jake, oh my God. Jake complained to the medical council and he's like, this could get me sh struck off, blah, blah, blah. What if he's impersonating a Dr. Miller? What if he's stolen That's what I was trying you? to hint at. <gasps> Oh, my God, we're both geniuses. Well, <laughs> but can I go back to Jake when he yeah. was checking Lizzie's file and when he was online checking to see all of the patients getting their medication? Yeah. R.N. Shen, yep. who is played by Chloe. Mm, she was born in Singapore. Yeah. And she was actually born Chloe Ng Shri Ling. If I didn't say that correctly, I apologize. Your research is sound. She's been in Wentworth for a year now. I didn't notice mm -hmm. her. How did I not notice her? And she was also in Neighbors. Oh, okay. So she actually committed a HIPAA faux pas, which is a HIPAA violation. She shouldn't have discussed the psychotic episode with Jake because he's not a family member. I think it works differently in prisons because I think... They lost their rights? I don't think they've lost their rights, but if it's something like a psychotic episode, you would have to inform other Reported. guards because it could, it could affect the safety of both the prisoner and the people around them. So yes, I think true. it might be slightly different. We also, we're going by American laws here. It may be different oh, yeah, in Australia. Oh, yeah, I need to get over myself. So Yeah, what, 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 how is it in uh, Europe? Um, with prisoners, I really, really don't know. I, I really don't okay. know. But I'm we only drawing that distinction somebody. because um, with Ruby's aneurysm, um, yes. it was stated that you know the the prisoners that the prison needs to know about the aneurysm in order to keep Ruby safe. Um, so this needs to be communicated, but it obviously wasn't communicated to everybody because it's not something that would put other prisoners at risk. Whereas a psychotic well, episode would. Yeah, this is true. So. so with that information, Jake thinks he has leverage because he's upset that he feels he's being shut out by Vera because he is the father yeah. and the baby doesn't need another father because he's the father. Because and I think for some reason in his mind, he thinks that Miller is going to be the new boyfriend. Yeah, and I think um, Vera's doing quite a lot of this to wind Jake up at this point. Um <laughs> I, I think she's playing a game and she's like, right, I'm going to put you in your place about this. And you know what? I'm not proud to say it, but that's exactly what I would do if I was Vera. I'm not sure what I would do. I mean, I'd still be mad at Jake, but he is the father. And for him still wanting and willing to become a part of the baby's life, I... I don't know. I um, I don't know because he genuinely seems like he wants to be a part of the baby's life. You know, there are some individuals where they want to be a part of the child's life just to make you uncomfortable and yeah. put you uneasy. Whereas to me, Jake, it doesn't seem like that. So um, yeah, he's really cute. He really wants to be a father. I think he'd make a great father as well. Yeah, I think so. But you know, after all of his past crimes, it's it's a bit hard. We've all got a past. It's just that Jake's is a little bit more criminal than most. Yes, and my favorite quote of the of the 
day, which I think we're going to have to have this all the time, is Deputy Governor to you, Vera. <laughs> yeah, it's I got Deputy that written Governor. down to talk about next. It's Deputy Governor. Yeah. Oh, my God, I love Linda Smiles. She, you kill me each and every time. Oh, my God. She is so bad. Vera's like face Governor. when she goes, it's Deputy Governor. Yes. <laughs> She's like, oh, I right. love it. <laughs> She's like, yeah. And then the expression that Vera had that was so funny. I love it. I love it. I love it. Definitely Those two actresses okay, so all the time. bounce off each other so, so well. Yeah. It's so cute. I'd love to see more of them both uh, acting together and maybe something different. I don't know if they've ever done anything. This is where I turn over to you. Not at this point. Uh, well, we'll have to research it. They were in, they were. They weren't in it together. That's the problem. A lot of these actors, they were in series, mm. but not at the same time. Yeah. Not yet, anyway. Yeah. So that's the thing. No, they haven't done anything together yet. Oh, they need to. I think they'd be a great comedy double act. I think they're, they're brilliant. They would be. Lovely, Jackie lovely. Brennan is just incredible. Um, oh, she as is, Smiles. she's funny as hell. She's so funny. I love her as Miss Smiles. But yeah. you have to, you have to, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it another time. When he well, says one thing I did want to say is uh, uh, there was quite a lot of stuff in the fandom uh, this week about who would you have liked to have seen hook up together? And, you know, they can be alive or dead, but who would you have really see, liked to see hook up together? Um, and I really feel that we should have seen the freak hook up with Smiles. What? <laughs> I just think it'd be funny because... The freak. Freaky tits all the way. Forget that. Uh, okay, right. Take out freaky smiles. tits. Smiles. Smiles is too smart. Smiles is not smart at all. The thing, the, the reason why I'd, I'd like to see them together is not in a sincere way. I don't think the freak was ever capable of, of that kind of uh, having that kind of passion and relationship with somebody. But she was capable of manipulating, finding out people's weak spots, and bribing them with them. And Linda would have been a perfect one to do that with because she wouldn't have had a clue. Mm. No, if I'd have to ship Smiles, I'd have to ship her with somebody else. Who'd I ship her with? Mm. Allie. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yes, that'd be awesome. Yes, yes, no. yes. No, honey. And if it had to be with a guy, Jake, yes, definitely. No. Mm-hmm. No, Jake's mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Jake's mine. I thought it was Will. Oh, they're both mine. I can have two. Uh-oh. Well, then you can share if you want to share the two of them, eh? Well, they make king-size beds. So there's a big enough for three, not enough for four, so fuck off. <laughs> so. Anyway. Anyway. You have a very devious mind, Miss Bennett, and you will never replace Kaz, pretty much. Yeah. Even though I don't believe that uh, Mari is looking to replace Kaz. No, There's I don't no think that's in Mari's head. No, not at all. No, I think it's just power, power, but power in Mari's head. The expression that Mari gave when she saw that note, it was it was priceless. You know, because here you are, smug, and you're coming in to look at the. You know, well, she's a screw now. She's not the governor, <laughs> but yeah, she's just. And a- then all of a sudden, like she just showed her this note, and she's like, "What the fuck is this?" And the way in which she goaded Liz to give her information on how that note came into her person was very good too. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you can some there are some people that they can just come in and sell you that the world is flat. Yeah. Even though the world is round. Poor old Liz. Mari has that talent. Yeah. Mari has that talent. Even though yes, Liz is a bit, you know, it's not there for her. She exploited um Liz's vulnerability there. Massively exploited Liz's vulnerability. Yes, she did. Um, She was being very, very nice. um, And she was like, oh, you know, is this this from your memory box? Being perfectly nice. And you could see Liz was just so happy that she could remember stuff. She was like, you know, not really thinking about who she was telling it to. And because she's got gaps in her memory, we have seen her not really understand the dynamics, the current dynamics in the prison before. So you could say that there may be something like that of not being completely up to date. Oh, bless her. And she was and she marched up to Rita and Ruby and was like, I think I fucked up. Yeah. My heart broke for her at that point. Talk to her. Yeah, but um, at least she did tell them and that, that Ruby wasn't caught completely off guard. Correct. And then they actually went and had to tell her the truth, which she didn't believe. 
And then when she finally believed it, you know, she tried to take matters into her own hands. But I really wish Ali would stop fucking lying. So she goes off and is like, oh, Ruby, show me the back of your neck so I can see this tattoo. And Ruby's like, no, I'm not going to show you. And then she goes back. She realizes that it's Ruby that's done it because Ruby's a shit liar. And um, and she's like, oh, I found out. And, you know, Ruby's not the killer. Tamari. And you're like, just stop lying. Like, li- since when, Ali? Yeah, but you Has see, lying been good for you? But that's, Ali, that's Ali's persona. She does that because she thinks she's doing the right thing. And she's protecting the people she cares about. This isn't the first time Ali's done something like that. And she's too immature to think that that's going to come back on her. At the moment, she is anyway. I think she's growing up pretty fucking fast. But most people are like that anyway. That's what they do to try and diffuse a situation. Yeah. You know, like one little white lie isn't going to hurt. Like if somebody said something to me about you and I knew it was very explosive to you and you come and ask me about it, I don't think in clear conscience I would probably admit to it. Mm. I would try and divert the conversation. If I were drunk, I would probably just tell you. Yeah. But... You know, if I weren't and I didn't want problems or seeing something that would be huge, I'd just be like, mm. oh, yeah, look at the little dog, bird, fly, something. <laughs> oh, there goes Tammy McIntosh. Let's go there. <laughs> you know, I, I, I really, I probably wouldn't at the time. And it also would depend on your psyche and your disposition at that moment, too. Yeah. You know, if you were like really hyper and high strung, I'd be like, mm, yeah, no, it's not the right time. Maybe later. Yeah. yeah. But, but that's just me. And I think the majority of people are like that. You know, they don't they don't really want trouble. They don't want drama. And sometimes just to, you know, alleviate it all, they'll just lie. But although it's not the right thing to do. Yeah. But. But although Ali does lie, um, it all comes out and, and they sit down and have the most adult conversation I've ever seen in Wentworth about murder. Um, well, it wasn't murder, it was manslaughter. But um, And the thing is, though... I'm not sure. I feel like Mari should actually come round to understand maybe Ruby's point of view a little bit because Ruby never intended to kill Danny. Uh, Ruby punched him once in the head. It was just a... A bad punch, well, or an incredibly good punch, depending on the way that you see it, and um, he he ended up with serious brain injury and died. Um, Mari did exactly the same to the doctor. Mm, that's a good point, but Mari's not going to see it that way. She's not at the moment, and maybe she'll never see it as an equal thing. But maybe she could come to a point where she could empathise, maybe with Ruby. Because no, Ruby is not a killer. Happen. Ruby did not mean to kill Danny, and that is going to ruin Ruby. Yeah, it's going to ruin Ruby, but in Mari's eyes, she's not going to see it that way. And she never will see it that way, and I'll tell you why. Number one, from the point, they all lied to her, including Ali. Yeah. That's number one. Number two, her first-hand mate died because of this, which is Drago, who found out the truth. Yeah. And Rita killed her, okay? And... On top of that, Drago was in love with Mari. Even though Mari didn't feel the same way, to have somebody who loves you all of a sudden dies in that manner, it's going to stay with you. So you're going to have that type of hate built up in you. Mm. So she's not going to forgive that. you know. And then now for them to come and tell her the truth, after all of that that's happened, and for Mari to be in jail because she killed somebody also, because she didn't know what was going on with her son and to land up in there, she's going to put all of that blame on Ruby and Rita. The reason why she's in jail, the reason why she's suffering now, the reason why everybody's abandoned her on the outside is because of Rita and Ruby. The reason why she lost her son, Rita and Ruby. Maybe Allie might be in there a little bit, but she has feelings for Allie. But once she starts going hardcore on the drugs... It's on. It's over. She's going to kill okay. Rita and Ruby. And Allie, maybe. During the episode, we saw uh, Ruby being drugged by Mari, which we've kind of gone over. And um, at the very end, uh, we see Ruby having some sort of... I don't want to say funny turn, because I sound like I'm 80, but I am going to say funny turn. 
because um, it wasn't a seizure, but she did collapse just as uh, May pushed the panic alarm. High as a kite. High as a kite. So I, my personal opinion on this is, I think that Ruby. I don't Won't know die. if she's. I don't know if she's going to die, but something serious is going to happen. I think that she's going to be left seriously, seriously ill. Um, which is going to put Ali on the side of Rita because Ali knows that, that Mari did that to her and we're going to see some very interesting dynamic come out of how far will Mari go in spite of her love for Ali. Mm. I don't know, okay. what do you think? Um, I haven't thought that far yet because I'm thinking how Mari is going to overcome this revelation about her son being a monster. E- and mm. then how the events compiled up to her ending where she is right now like i said she's gonna blame them all and the thing is mari's in the slot right now so she has got a lot of time to think over this on her own and get more and more angry and plan more and more vile things which is why i think the slot is actually a bad idea but you know we're not going to go into the ins and outs of the prison system but uh yeah she's got a lot of stewing time so she's gonna put a lot of blame out on people just how you saw that may put a lot of blame out on Boomer for her life being the way it is yeah that's awful like should we should we leave so park mari in a in a yeah we're done with mari mari is gone about boomer and may so um, yeah may's just an awful mother oh i feel so sorry for boomer there's a point that she's looking at old pictures going through old pictures and she finds one of herself and she says ugly lazy fat and I think anybody yeah, who... that's probably what her mum told her. Yeah, and I think anybody who looks at a picture of themselves when they were a kid and says those things, implying that she was thinking those things as a kid because she was told those things as a kid, is just heartbreaking. Nobody should grow up like that. I agree. Baby I loved booms. myself as a kid. As an adult, I'm not too sure, but... I know. just want to go up to baby booms and just give her hug. a hug and just say yeah. everything's going to be okay. It's true. So... Now that, uh, and, and the other thing was um, uh, May wanted help with her business to the point where we thought it was a legitimate business, but however, we come to find out that it's not because the baby formula that she sells worldwide, including to China, is actually hot stuff. Is what? Hot it's stolen goods. Uh, oh, did yeah, she steal it? You thought it? things were you thought you thought things were going for the good when she decided to take her daughter out to get ice cream, which oh, I thought no. was so nice. And then they did a little bit of reminiscing about how she used to take her and Trina there to the beachside. What did really piss and, me off though yeah. is that neither of them can eat ice cream. It was melting. It was, it was probably really it hot. Was back going then, wasn't it was everywhere. It was doing my head in. <laughs> also, since when? Does an ice cream van turn up, serve two people and leave? <laughs> it's like they dialed the ice cream van. <laughs> Maybe he was on his last run, you know, it was getting late. All his ice cream he had, had to melted. Go somewhere. I know. It was a poor thing. I didn't even, that was interesting. But I spent more of that scene stressing out about where the ice cream was going than um, I did actually listening to what was going on. I was so... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I was so annoyed by that, like, I just wanted to be like, oh, just lick the ice cream probably. So annoyed. Oh, and I'm I'm sure that was such good ice cream. I haven't had soft serve in a while now. I'm not a soft serve I want to go and get some. Oh, I am. Even though I have heard that it's not good to buy soft serve because there's a lot of bacteria in that. I didn't want to put anybody off who loves soft serve. Mm. But being someone who used to love it, I found out. I'm like, oh, my God. But I still eat it. Um, we found out that uh, Boomer was a, a fan of Bananarama, which I, I really enjoyed. I oh, yeah, definitely too. didn't see that coming. Me either. But the world doesn't okay. stop because you showed up according to her mother so oh, bless she know. just does not have any luck with people uh, i guess it's the type of people on you, the outside of the, life the, in prison she's had some good luck the, yeah the type of people you come in contact with but as you can see her mom is kind of like trashy she's not the most sophisticated she, she's not a sonia stevens let's put it that way you know she well, she looks like she just had to hustle herself off to get far and now that she's you know got that hot goods business you'd think she'd be doing a little bit better but she gets that tip and she has to go to the store and i'm thinking that yeah who called that tip i'm thinking it's probably an employee it's an employee at the store who Uh, probably she's dating or maybe she's giving a little bit of money on the side 
to give mm, her props sense. to let her know like hey you know we got a big shipment coming so you can you know try and get it and the fact that you know the fact that you want to use your daughter to do something like that to be the getaway driver that was just low yeah, beyond she's low just, she's out of prison for exactly a day. Oh, you know what i mean on. That was just so wrong. And I'm just looking at her. I'm like, oh, this lady, you know, I was hoping. But when she first turns up at the prison to pick Boomer up and she like Boomer thinks she's going to give her a, Boomer a hug. Thinks she's going to yeah. give her a hug. <laughs> and she's like, no, put on your seatbelt. We don't want to be breaking any laws. And then Boomer's How like, oh, I didn't know you had a driving license. Oh, I don't. Exactly. So you're more worried about <laughs> the seatbelt than you are the fact that you're driving this car. Without a license and therefore without insurance. Well, okay, I'm not fine. sure what the rules are in Australia as far as seatbelts. In America, you could get ticketed if you don't have a seatbelt on. So I don't know, our Australian friends, if you could let us know what are the rules and regs for wearing mm. a seatbelt. I'm assuming it's I assume it's, it's illegal. I'm assuming um, too. That, that was that, which I was very upset about. And now, unfortunately, poor Boomer... She told Dr. Miller that she probably stuffed up her parole hearing and, you know, let her Bless let her. him know that, you know, mom. But she didn't do anything. No, she like, didn't. Um, and we see her being like, I'm not going to do it. And using those cute techniques that she went through with um, Dr. Miller earlier. Uh, she counted to 10 and she's like, I am in control. And then as they slammed her face down on the car to I arrest so her, upset. she was like, and breathe. I know. Bless you, boobs. But can we? Can I ask a question? So again, I don't know the laws in America, in Australia, because I'm not from there, not, nor have I ever been there. Nor did I bother to look up the laws before asking this question. Why is a security guard arresting her? Well, um, they're not really. Well, they're taking them into custody so that they can call the cops. I'm sure because that's what they do over here in America too. You know, they have security for these places, and if you get caught shoplifting. They'll take you and put you in a room and call the cops and have the cops come. So I guess that's what they all do. Right. So that, that, that's right, okay. my assumption of it all, you know, because I've seen it As happen. somebody who has never shoplifted, I didn't know that security were able to uh, manhandle you in that way. But uh, yes. I guess it makes sense. So, um, yeah, we see... Uh, oh, cute Boomer. Yeah, so poor Boomer. I feel so sorry for her. I do too. So poor now boomer. she has to deal with her mother. <laughs> in jail yeah and her mother is quite a piece of work she, she? is a piece of work she's like why are you people following all these rules <laughs> um i just want to hop back i know this is not great but i just want to hop back and say there was a cute moment between boomer and her mum, where her mum gave her this bracelet thing which is probably um, stolen which is probably stolen and i really don't think that she had any intention to i think she was just like oh shit i've got to fix this so she'll help me um, yeah, because um, Boomer was telling her that she's the cause of her fetal alcohol syndrome. Yeah. You know, and for getting what, beat up and all this stuff. Yeah, I kind of wanted to bring the conversation around to um, the exposure that Wentworth is giving Faz, fetal alcohol syndrome, because um, it's not something that I've actually seen portrayed on TV before. Right. Um, it is a really really serious condition so i think drawing the attention to it for wentworth good on you because i think it's very hard and sensitive thing to navigate it is you never want to blame a parent but again we don't know what may went through in her life not that i'm condoning what she did but we don't know what she went through and we have to remember that that may is an alcoholic yes and alcoholism is a disease yes so you kind of have to um although it's a it's sometimes very 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 difficult you have to sympathize with that you have to realize that this is a disease it's not her fault and alcoholism drug addiction any kind of addictive disease makes you a very selfish person you can't see outside of your next fix correct essentially this is correct so we do have to remember that she was an alcoholic yes so and um, she was trying to turn herself around even though boomer doesn't believe it but we don't know for yeah. sure what will happen, but we'll find out as she is in prison. And of course, it seems like she's going to probably have a hard time, but she's lucky she'll have someone like Boomer to look after her in prison, which is going to be interesting because now the whole mother daughter or the whole mother title seems to take a reverse turn because I think Boomer is yeah. going to be the mother 
of her. We are going to see this relationship yes. flip on yes. a dime. Yeah, we really are. Um, but, I mean, May is just so objectionable. She's so annoying. I think that I'm going to have real problems with May. May is going to find out what she put Boomer through as she yeah. begins her new life in prison. Because Boomer told her, don't press the button. She presses it anyway, which in a good yep. way, because it's probably saved Ruby's life. But well, she didn't press the button. See. She's not going to follow any rules. She's probably going to get in problems with other people in there, specifically Mari, Costa, you know, other people like that. It's just, it's going to be a nightmare. And because Boomer's so strong and because Boomer can be intimidating, Boomer's going to save her from a lot of things that she probably deserved. But because yeah. that's her mom, she's going to save her. And now Boomer will be the new but mom. But it's whether, it's whether her mom sees that and appreciates it. I think that's going to be the interesting thing. Because there's one thing about Boomer is that I don't think she would ever turn her back. No, she won't. She won't. But then again, you never know. Mm. You never yeah. know. Because, you know, yeah. prison changes people. So before we come off, we have to talk about one extremely important thing that happened. And I wanted to save it for last because it, it affected me at one point in my life too. Sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so can we start with the lighthearted bit and then we'll go into oh, yeah, the definitely, definitely. Um, serious bit. So um, we see the, uh, the gay towel saga continue. So if anybody <laughs> who hasn't seen my Instagram, there is a story on there in the highlights called the gay towel saga where I have tracked the life of the gay towel. So in a few of the scenes with uh, Will and Jake in previous seasons, uh, there was this towel that kind of um, looked like the gay pride flag <laughs> in the back of some of the scenes. And quite a lot of people were thinking that that represented some sexual tension between the two. So um, it was told to us by Bernie, actually, at one of the Screen Star events that they then started purposefully putting that towel in scenes together. Mm. Um, so I was tracking the saga of the gay towel the relationship blooming between will and jake who were going to fall madly in love with each other be gay together and be happy with their gay towel (laughs) and the gay towel made an appearance in this episode Mm. and i am not fucking happy (laughs) that gay towel was for will and jake that was not for slimy slimy brody and jake even though brody does not happy Oh. I'm really not happy. I'm so sad for you. So we see um, Brody get naked in front of the gay towel and ask uh, and ask gay. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we see him get naked. Uh, we see Brody get naked in front of the gay towel and ask Jake for a blowjob, yeah. which, as a British person, is a very difficult thing for me to say. So I'll only say it once. <laughs> um, and. Uh, Jake is, is, is not, not happy about this request, as I think many, many people would not be being asked to perform such an act at work and being bribed into it. So Jake was being sexually harassed by Brody. Yes, and how ironic when he does refuse him. And I, I actually like the part where Jake told him he's been blackmailed by pricks smarter than you. And uh, he was referring yeah. to the freak. Not only the freak, he was probably also referring to um, Channing. Because, you know, Channing yeah. had him by the balls, too, to be his new uh, pimp. I shouldn't say pimp, yeah. but, you know, before he got his own problems. But um, it, it kind of, it was really cool that Jake said something like that. And I was like, oh, yes, Jake, finally, I kind of like you now. Unfortunately, he gets called into the office and he's looking at, you know, Vera and Will and then this slime ball. And he's like, oh, fuck, what's this? And then he gets accused of being the harasser. And then he gets, you know, put on probation with pay, suspended. And I'm like, wow, isn't that typical? No, he's on full pay. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, but he is he is suspended uh, pending an investigation into his conduct, which I'd just like to say here that lying about sexual harassment, I think, is one of the worst things you could do. I agree. It also diminishes the prospects of oh, other people who are actually massively. experiencing it. Because now, massively. now you have this guy who lied 
about it. And yep. the, the other thing that's really tormenting about it is the fact that it was a gay sexual harassment. Because I don't know how the society accepts homosexuality in Australia. But even though in America they pretend like they're gay rights, but unfortunately in this era that we're in right now, it's highly stigmatized. Mm-hmm. And if you as an individual lay claim against somebody else, a sexual harassment, that this man is harassing me and he's another man, even if it's a woman who's harassing another woman, and you lie about it, it just negates the fact that there are actual happenings within the gay community because there are a lot of gay individuals who are suffering sexual harassment but are afraid to come forward because they know the culture within the workforce is anti-gay, unfortunately. And the thing is that the only positive thing to come out of this is that Will took it very, very seriously, Vera took it very, very seriously, and it was like, right, we'll take this exactly how we would take a claim of a woman making a um an accusation against a man so that was really really good and there was absolutely no indication that it was any different no Um, it's poor protocol he fucking lied the fucking liar he did and it it unfortunately because vera has negative thoughts about him and will too has negative thoughts it 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 kind of just lays the cards out for Jake's I don't know how to say it Jake's exit <laughs> like Jake being I think fired that, um, I think this is not going to be an easy storyline that's going to wrap itself up very neatly it's going to be messy and it's going to cause a lot of mess I think that um, we will find out more about the history between Jake and, and Brody so thus far we kind of know that you know they were they were together at Wal- not together as in a couple but they worked together at Walford yes and um there's been some sort of like drug selling between them and you know maybe yes they know each other's dodginesses and then also there's been a sexual relationship that's been hinted at yes so we know that there's a lot of past between them yes and I think that this is going to come out in drips and drabs. This is going to keep us on our toes. And I think this is one thing that's probably going to carry through to, to season eight and is going to leave us on a bit of a cliffhanger at the end. Yeah, probably. Or maybe they can find a way to, uh, maybe Jay can find a way to let Brody take the fall for the freak's demise or, you know, her missing. Ooh. You know, that would be interesting. Possibly. That's another thing. So we still don't know really what's happening with Channing's trial. Yeah, they didn't um, We haven't had the DNA test results for the freak's body. Um, right. And I'm sure people will shout at me if I mention the possibility that the freak might not be dead. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that there's a possibility that might not be her body because we haven't had that confirmation and it just seems very Wentworth to, to keep us on our, our toes with that one. And the other thing, somebody had mentioned that uh, Frankie was supposed to show up in season six, because on her agent's profile, it shows that supposedly she's coming back, but she did not. So, um, yeah, but there's been some rumors that. So, uh, if you look at the uh, IMDb site for Wentworth and look at the final two episodes, which are called Under Siege, Nicole de Silva and um daniel cormack and somebody else that's since left us are credited i think there's going to be a flashback if they're in it at all i can't see the wentworth crew and production being naive enough to release the credits if they were going to bring them especially b if they're going to bring her back alive because that would be a major major spoiler uh so i think for all the people getting excited that b's alive and is coming back um (laughs) calm down Um, I think that it's either a mistake or it's a flashback. Most likely a flashback. Yeah. Okay. So is there anything we'd like to add to wrap up? Because I'm pretty much done. um, I just want to say that um, this episode, um, I think we have to give uh, real props to Susie Porter for her acting in this episode. And to uh, Katrina Milosevic in this episode, I think. They both did an absolutely brilliant job. And also Radaway Hick, who I think played uh, drugged out of her brain pretty 
Wow. Yes. And then I forgot to add on that there were two other new people that we saw. Maybe they were in before, but it was a long time ago. They're crying for justice for Kaz. Uh, ah, yes. Red Right Hand Megan, who's played by PSCS. And also yep. Eleanor Hollett. I don't know if she's related to Sarah Hollett. She's the lead Red Right Hand protester saying, down with the governor. He needs to go. Yeah, so... <laughs> I think Will's going to have problems with uh, the Kaz's buddies on the outside here. Oh, um, most likely. And this is going to turn into something. Oh, maybe this has something to do with the siege at the end of the uh, the series. It's 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 a possibility. So there you have okay. it. Okay. Now we have a where are they now? I would like to just bring some light. Socrates Otto, who played Maxine oh, back yeah. in the day, is actually starting up. A project called the Hope Song, and it's about a play that addresses a lot of mental health issues. And he, yeah, and I read that the um, words spoken by the actors are actually words that have been said by people who are involved in the project that have had experience with mental health issues. So it's a really important project, bringing light to and giving a louder voice to people with mental health issues who may not be able to have that stage or you know for um mental health reasons not be able to get up and share their story in person so it's at the crying chair theater hopefully the performance will come into fruition in september we don't know the exact date but Mm -hmm. socrates put on a um a fund where you can actually donate to the cause Yes, and I'd urge people, if you've got an extra uh, couple of pounds, dollars, uh, yen, whatever, the currency in your country, um, to put it Socrates' way, because uh, I think this is going to be quite a a groundbreaking production. And I'm really sad that I won't be able to go out and see it. Me too. So if you want to know more information about it, you can go to I am underscore... S-O-C-R-A-T-I-S-O-T-T-O on Instagram. That's Socrates' uh, Instagram. I highly recommend you follow him. He's a wonderful gentleman. He's a loving, caring individual. and He's a lovely person. You know, it would be so great if you guys could just help one another. And one important thing that he did say, and it's very impactful that he said it, is that we all need each other. You know, we do, and we should all be helping each other. Correct. The point is we should just at, at least try to support each other so that we can all get to where we would like to be. And Mr. Definitely. Otto is like that, and I truly yeah. am behind this project that he does because, you know, I suffer myself from mental health issues, especially when my mother yep. passed away. And I'm sure a lot of people mm. do. It's just that they don't want to talk about it. You know? And I think in light of that, I would... Um, uh, firstly, I'd like to say that the link to um, donate money to Socrates' um, uh, fund is in his bio on Instagram. So go and do that if you have a couple of extra dollars. If if you don't have a couple of extra bucks to, to fling that way, share on your Instagram, share via Facebook and let people know that this is what's going on. But on a final ending note, um, and in light of uh, Socrates' uh, play or project that he's doing... Um, let's be open about mental illness. I have suffered from mental health issues in the past um, and I am here. If anybody needs to ever, ever talk about stuff, you shouldn't feel alone. No stigma should be, ever be attached to it. Agreed. Let's be open. Let's love each other. Let's remove that stigma. Okay. So um, predictions for next episode. Well, next episode, I'm sure um, Boomer is going to have her first baby. Her name is May. <laughs> And it, it, she's going to be a handful, because you know, What's first the name time of the mothers. Next episode. You got me bad on that blood. one. Bad, ooh, bad blood. Bad blood. So bad blood. That's probably you know, Mari's going to probably <laughs> get out of the slot, and then oh, while Mari's out of the slot, Costa's going to try to go for top dog, and it might be a repeat of Frankie Jacks type of thing. Ooh, back and forth. Steam press and all. So yeah. that, that's a This is going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, um, who's going to be our temporary top dog, do you think, while uh, Mari's in the slot? Well, Please not Ali. Ali is number two. 
Ali was her girlfriend. Oh, so Ali's the temporary, but Ali will soon fall down. Or Ali may try to convince everybody to vote for Rita in because that's what I Ali does. She's a top dog whore. If Ali ends up behind that steam press, I don't think she's going to know what to fucking do with it. I really, really don't. Either she's going to be putting people's faces in it left, right, and center. It's a possibility. Or she's just, I don't know. I think it's going to be a disaster. It's going to be hilarious. But we know that um, uh, we're going to see whether, you know, Ruby fares well after her episode. Um, I don't think she's going to fare too well. I think it's going to be a situation like we had with uh, Ali at the end of season four when it was a bit touch and go. And I think we're going to see Ali and Rita join forces. Mm. Okay. Sounds good. We do have good news for all of our listeners. So... We have Leah from Wentworth Memes coming on to the show, um, and we're going to record a very special episode with her. So please What's keep that? your Wentworth, ears and eyes peeled. Wentworth Memes, you said? Wentworth underscore memes. Ooh, sounds fun. Yeah. So we're going to be chatting to her about all things Kaz Proctor. And we're we're very excited about it. Leah creates some awesome memes. We said last time, go and follow her. If you don't follow her, why not? Uh, If you are listening to this, you probably already do follow her. But go make another account and follow her and us. So yeah, that's that's very exciting. We have some really, really exciting um, episodes planned for the slot. So keep sharing keep interacting with us on facebook instagram and twitter at the slot wentworth and And join uh, our facebook group join the facebook group because this is where we're going to get opinions and get people on the show reading them out yes and don't forget to write into us and ask some questions too thank you all right all right thanks see you next week guys see you take care Bye. bye